people to understand that there's so much to life whether you're the CEO or the janitor given everything you do at 150% will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing oh you want to know me well I'm the man that you knew now you know welcome to the Now or Never podcast all things entrepreneurship business people who just take life and kick it square in the ass with my beautiful co-host my wife Mrs. Brittany Rexis hey 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 <laughs> every week it's on um you know today we're gonna go over a few things that just kind of popped up this week honestly yeah. um we've had two or three different young entrepreneurs in our office asking about you know creating an LLC bookkeeping the advantages the taxes all that kind of lovely fun shit um so this would be kind of like phase one of that for the first half of the podcast i think in the next week or two i might bring in my brother craig who's a tax attorney yeah um and maybe my cpa aaron hoffman to go like second level and third level so people Mm -hmm. can get deeper we'll go over the basics today what we've done for a lot of our franchisees and our companies uh Brittany uh, obviously has been in bookkeeping and accounting for too many years uh since before computers were made (laughs) and they were using little tack to count things back in the the late 1800s anyways um and uh she still has we had to go buy a 10 key funny story so a 10 key is one of the old it's the greatest thing ever when you're a bookkeeper it's whatever it's the old (laughs) big calculators that print off little receipts laura have you ever seen one of these all right, so what we had to do, we had to go back to the 1985 section of Office <laughs> Depot and dust off shit. They had to move a bunch of eight-track tapes and some VHS tapes. Be kind, rewind for all you people who commented. <laughs> Thank you. Um, your mom commented on that, by the way, which was awesome. So That was. Um, and so that, that, that's how old school Brittany is. But she also can do in about an hour what takes most people a solid month on their books. So she's actually helped a lot of our franchisees do their bookkeeping, yeah. um, done rescue accounting for a lot of companies, who were years behind uh, in a controller for a hotel with yep. all sorts of different things and then obviously all of our companies. So this is a, you know, you have, what you have here is a lot of experience. I've been doing the books for our companies for 10 years and it's probably what I spend the most amount of time doing is our books. Just to, to reiterate how important that is. So we had a couple of entrepreneurs who had tax ID numbers. Understand that a tax ID number is, is an EIN, an employer identification number. It's a yep. federal number. It's like a... Social security number for your business. For your business. Mm-hmm. Now you can get one of those and still be a sole proprietor. So explain a sole proprietor, mm-hmm. I guess. Sole proprietor means that you as a person are the owner, you're you're the person. Whereas an LLC or any of any others are there's the business is the owner. I guess is well, yeah, the, it is. I the mean, as a sole proprietor, way. you're just an individual running a business, right. and it's all on you. You are the business. So, like, you are the business. You can have a business bank account as a sole proprietor, but it, all it really basically is is an extra checking account. It, yep. It's nothing special about it. There's there's no liability. Like, if you're a hairdresser and you burn somebody, you're 100% liable yes. personally. Everything you own personally is liable. If you own a house, if you, you own, own a car, home, all, all your so assets. Limited liability company is exactly that, an LLC, which a lot of people are familiar with the name, but it's a limited liability liability company. So let's say um, if you want to start a Rexia store in Council Bluffs mm-hmm. and you can be 
you know, John Doe LLC doing business as a DBA. You remember yep. that term, doing business as your LLC name does not have to be the same as your business. It's just a, it's just your it's what your state incorporated is. Um, doing business as a registration council boss. Yep. Now, let's say you do something stupid. God forbid. Yeah. And so somebody falls in the ice on the outside of your building, and they try to sue you. They're suing the John business. Doe LLC. They're not suing you personally, John the owner. And that's what it means. Yep. And so, you know, Iron Heaven LLC is its own entity. It's owned by two other entities. Rexy's Nutrition is a corporation. I'll get into that in a minute. And it has its other entities. Yep. Even though you may see Rexy's Nutrition Norfolk, Rexy's Nutrition Elkhorn, those are all separate LLCs of their own ownership yep. doing, doing business, business as Rexy's Nutrition. So, mm-hmm. like, what's the, so the thing is, people are like, why well, would you have a tax ID number? Okay, that does not mean you're an LLC. That means you went to the feds. Yeah. Because you didn't want to give out people your social security number. Very smart, by the way. Don't, <laughs> don't give that out. The next thing you know, some you know, prince in Lebanon is, you know, <laughs> is, is stolen your ID. Um, this happens, actually. That's why you never got your social security number. Um, anyways, uh, you can have a tax ID number, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're an LLC. So the process of getting LLC is you're, you're filing cor- uh, files of incorporation, articles of incorporation with the state. Yep. So usually I suggest doing it in the state that you're actually living in and doing business in. Otherwise, the state can throw a stink. Yes, you could go to South Dakota. You can go to New Hampshire, Florida. Um, where there's no state incorporation tax, where maybe it's, it's got different rules. But if you only do business in Nebraska, the state of Nebraska is not going to like this. And they may yeah. fight you on this. I know I've had this with the state of Tennessee. Um, it's a really weird state. It's a lot like Nebraska's as far as the unicameral. Texas is too. Texas is too. Like Texas, if you're not... Oper- if yeah. you're operating in the state of Texas and you don't have another actual business operating in their state, the state of Texas makes it a colossal pain in the it ass is. to get a sales tax ID to even begin operating. So yeah. that's why. So people, they watch a lot of these podcasts from other people who think they're super smart, who give you those, you know, two sentence snippets like do this. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot more involved than that. Those people are looking for highlight reels to get a lot of likes on Instagram or YouTube. They're not actually giving you verified worthful information like we are here. Yeah. Now we're never podcast. We're changing <laughs> one life at a time. Anyways, um, um, uh, shameless plug. No, be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> so, uh, um, but all right. So I use rocketlawyer.com. You can go to an attorney. I don't think it's necessary. My, I did my first one ever was with legal zoom first couple. Mm-hmm. I do rocketlawyer.com. No, they don't sponsor this show, but damn it. They should. I've made <laughs> probably 30 LLCs either for myself or our franchisees or other business partners to help them out. Yeah. Um, where basically you'll pick a name, whatever LLC you want to be. Like our daughter, when she was 19, we created one for her, Girl Boss LLC. Yep. Which wasn't used in the state of Nebraska because it's by the state. It's not federal. It's yeah. a state thing. They submit the, the, the forms to the state. The mm-hmm. state approves the LLC number or approves that, and you get a state ID number. Yep. And, and, then, and then you need a federal tax ID and a number. Now, if you do a rocket lawyer, they're going to charge you like 68 bucks yeah. to obtain this number for you. If you're really nervous, go ahead and pay the 68 bucks. If yeah. not, you can submit it for free. Is it, is it free? Yeah, it's free on the... On the IRS, fit, website. On their IRS website, you can take your articles of incorporation from the state of Nebraska, for instance, for, yep. you know, John Doe LLC, submit it to the feds and the feds will send you back a federal. Yeah. I number. mean, you can get it in, in the matter of a click of a button through the IRS. It's instantaneous it, almost now. Yeah. So there's no reason to pay for it. Now, yeah. and, and so thing now you have an LLC you have articles of incorporation mm-hmm. and you have a federal EIN number. The one, if you have partners, especially, but a lot of banks do this, they may want you to have an operating agreement. 
you know, you need these three documents to open up a business bank account to actually have the real business bank account. Yeah. So when I ask people, like, do you have a real business? Did you have to give them these? Well, I didn't have to give them anything other than my number. Okay, then you're not an LLC. Yep. It's not a real business bank account. You get many more advantages as business accounts than you do individual by a shitload, actually. So, um, and so articles, an operating agreement basically says, because there's money going in. If you have partners or you don't have partners, if you have a spouse, maybe her, his or her name's not on your LLC, yeah. but in the state of Nebraska, they still own 50% of your shit, um, which is awesome. Couples like us. <laughs> Bad if other exes and stuff. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Whole nother podcast. Still paying that shit off. Anyways, so... Uh, <laughs> 20 more months, who's counting? Anyways, so... <laughs> I can't wait to say that in the podcast. Yeah. If you're listening to this in the car, I'm sorry if you swerved off the road. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it, it's an operating agreement that says, like, this is how long if somebody has to leave the company, they have to buy out shares mm-hmm. or they have to do this or they don't get bought out. Here's how much they came in for. So that way the bank has a record of what the rules are in case you buy somebody out, somebody leaves the company, somebody gets kicked out to know that, okay, this person can or can't grab money from here because these rules have been met. Yeah. It's basically otherwise there's no way for them to know if you're lying or if they're lying. So exactly. you'll need, and, and a lot of times you, that's an extra document you have to buy. I also use rocketlawyer.com mm-hmm. because it's like 30 bucks. It's official. It's sent to me. I can send it. They'll even do almost like a DocuSign kind of deal on these, on these, on these, uh, these deals. You know, Rocket Lawyer really should sponsor this. They podcast. really should. You know, we're gonna I mean, I can't even them. count how many people we've oh my God. sent to use Rocket I'm, Lawyer. I'm if I had to literally say 50 or 60 yeah. companies have made there. Um, so anyways, you can do it there. They'll email it to their email. They can sign on their phone, send it back. You've got a completed document. It's saved on their cloud. You've got it. You've got everything you need. Not saying that LegalZoom isn't good, but LegalZoom, the first time I spent, I spent like eight, $900. The next one was 200 bucks. And that's why I went to Rocket Lawyer because I'm a cheap ass. So <laughs> they even got that from the last 20 some episodes. You can figure it out now. I'm yep. a cheap ass. So, um, and that's the real advantage of LLC. Now it's, it's limited liabilities protecting you. Also, there's a lot of tax advantages for mm-hmm. being in an LLC, even if it is just you, because now certain things are write-offs for your business that may not have been before. Now, depending on how tight laced up the ass your CPA is, and we'll find out when Aaron comes in here in a couple yeah. of weeks or my brother, um, <laughs> That they don't, but you know, that oh, I don't really think you can write that off. Well, read the tax code and you're going to find out you can or can't. So, a lot yeah. of our businesses we have to travel. So, our two of our vehicles are literally owned by, by our LLCs, they're owned by the businesses. Now, will your business be able to get a car loan? This I've got this, we found this out. Yeah. XC's Nutrition has been a business for over 10 years. Uh, not touting, but we do uh, many, many, many millions of dollars in sales a year did not qualify on its own to lease a vehicle from Baxter in Omaha. Yep. So I had to co-sign it. So it's still my personal credit, but I wanted the business on there. Yep. Her server went through another one of her LLCs. And it is what it is. They always nope. need a personal guarantee They always need a it. personal guarantee on a business, no matter what. I don't care how, like, you don't have enough credit yet. I go, how do I not for a yeah. couple hundred dollar month payment when we have 10 million on the book? That's just stupid. But it is what it is. Um, but it's okay, because if you bought it personally, be on your personal credit anyways. Mm-hmm. They want a personal guarantee. We do this with business leases. We usually have to get personal guarantees, too, for even... Um, you know, renting this place out. Yeah. I, it's per, our house is personally guaranteed to this office space. So don't burn it down, Laurel. Seriously, it would be really, really bad because then we're coming to move in with you <laughs> and all of our kids and our dogs. So anyways. Um, hey, they got a lake. They got a lake. Yeah. Burn this shit down. Let's go. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, but now I can actually 
write if I'm leasing a vehicle, I'm writing off the lease payments and I'm writing off the insurance. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about commercial insurance is it automatically has a higher uh, liability waiver to it, one or two million, where normally your regular auto insurance policies may be as low as fifty or a hundred and hundred and fifty yeah. or three hundred. People get hurt. Accidents are I mean, I don't believe the hospitals are doing coupon codes for anybody right now, maybe <laughs> aware. So um, it's just nice to have that extra layer of liability just for any reason. Even if you don't have a lot of personal assets now, I'm assuming that someday in life you You're probably do want to have some, you yeah. know? Um, I mean, well, let's say worst case scenario, some uncle you don't even know passes away, leaves you a million bucks, right? <laughs> and then next day you get in a car accident with that cheap ass insurance. You had it and now it's gone. Yeah. Literally. So it's just one of those things that there's, but right now, if you're an individual and you're in business and you're just have your own car payment, car lease, and you have your own insurance, that's your discretionary income post-tax, you've already paid taxes on, that you are just literally paying these companies with no recourse. It's just, it's just your discretionary income to spend. As a business, it is now almost pretty much a pre-tax write-off Yeah. because now it's deductible. Now, if you buy if you buy the vehicle, even if you're making payments, now you can depreciate it. We do this in businesses like our gyms mm-hmm. where we buy equipment and you. there's a lot of different, and, and this is where CPAs versus you not doing your shit at home on hrblock.com, you get an, get an account. Okay? Yes. They may cost they a couple hundred the bucks. Tricks. They know all the tricks. I had one in Sioux Falls. His name was Cheatin' Charlie. I don't know if that's probably a good name for an account, <laughs> but it was awesome. And, uh, you know, you really didn't save me that much money. It's not that he was cheating enough. Anyways. He was probably um, cheating you. Yeah, probably cheating me. That's why bills so damn big. So, um, but you can do accelerated depreciation. That means you write off 50% of the value of the purchase yep. this year. And then for the next six years, you write off the other 50%. Yeah. So it gives you a, a tax advantage for investing in your business. Mm-hmm. This is how a lot of big corporations in America were like, they paid no tax. Well, let's say they made... $10 billion in profits. And so what they did was they invested $10 million into new buildings. They wrote off that $10 million on yeah. the Section 179, which allows 100% write-off if you want to do that. I talked to Aaron about that this year. Um, <laughs> and you can write certain things off. So that's why, why give the government a free gift if you can invest your business, create more jobs, create more employment, create more wealth. Yeah. That's how a lot of those tax codes work. Um, to get people to spur the economy and invest in people. And we've used it in our gyms because of the write-off. We were able to do a second gym much sooner, three years sooner than we thought we could for iron heaven. And, and, and then we're like, okay, that did well. And then we're like, okay, well let's invest in the first location and double up equipment. So when you guys see us buying new equipment, it's not just because we love everybody because we do and not just because we want new equipment for ourselves. We do, but also we're like, okay, well, you know, let's, let's, let's give, make sure we keep our members happy and invest in the business, but also it's good math. Yeah. If I can pay the IRS five extra thousand dollars in income tax, or I can buy you guys the new gluteator machine, which is like an eight week waiting list. So excited for that. The ultimate butt machine. I'm so excited. I can't tell you. I'm, I'm excited. Really I'm excited. It. She's excited. I'm it. excited. But why would I buy $4,000 machine? Well, because the members like it. It creates our business. It keeps our business strong. Yeah. Uh, we have the best stuff, but also it's smart math financially. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times at the end of the year, you see so many different businesses and they're like, oh, I've got to go spend money. They gotta. They have to go spend money so that then they can write it off. And if they know that they have made too much this year, they know with their CPA's help. Okay, I have this much money that I need to spend so I can get the best tax breaks possible. And so you'll see new cars being bought by businesses or new and, land or and, all and, kinds and of different things. And the thing is, you, like all you guys, maybe you're new in business. You're listening to this and you're like, I'm not in that boat yet. Well, I didn't think I'd ever be in this boat either. And here I am, yeah. to a certain degree. And even if you're not, even if you're just starting out. 
um, you know, you, be able, you should be able to write off other things that you're yeah. doing. If you're, your cell phone is for business, write it off. Your yeah. car insurance, you're like those liability things. It's just smart. Um, it's just smart math. It yeah. just is. Eventually, you're like, you know, who knows? In six months, your career may jump and you may need to rent an office space. You may need these things. Um, and and it's not like it happens overnight. You can do it pretty quick sometimes, but you know, yeah. it, when those things happen, like you want to be ready. So don't prepare for where you're at right now. Prepare for where you want to be in six, 12, and 18 months, and maybe five years, 10 years, 15 years. Like, exactly. prepare for that. Um, don't wait for it to go, oh shit. You know, like that's just, if if I don't have my, my flex seal. <laughs> You ever seen the commercials where the jug is leaking? If I don't have my flex seal when the pipe burst in my house, I've been like, fuck water, hold on, let me let run me the run Menards, Menards quick. <laughs> it doesn't care. So that's how life is. Yep. The Murphy's Law. And so that's why you prepare. That's that, That's the whole point. So LLCs, it's just one of those things. It's not terribly hard. I think people are so scared of doing it wrong because yeah. it looks like a legal documentation. I'm locked in the feds. You can dissolve an LLC anytime you want, guys. It's not hard. Yep. Um, there's a few little tricks and trades, things you have to file with the state, but it's it's few and far in between. It's, you know, when you're, when you're especially when you're just a, a single person owner, It's but it is just smart that the write-offs, yeah. they're there. Take advantage of them. People want to bitch about all these big companies and all the things they write off, and and I bitch too. Don't get me wrong. Like the <laughs> fact that Amazon pays nothing is disgusting, and I'll I'll actually tell you guys at the end of this podcast how they do that. If you guys really want to know, I'll explain to you exactly how they pay no tax. But it's it, even though it's disgusting, you should be allowed to take those advantages if you're out there working. Because the fact is, if you're a business owner, the reason I think you deserve to get some extra advantages is because you're taking a chance with no safety net. Mm-hmm. Without risk, there is no reward, and you're taking a risk that you may fall flat on your face. And I can tell you straight up right now, I have fallen flat on my face a hell of a lot more times than I've succeeded. But the three major successes of my life have superseded all those failures. Yeah. And But the simple fact is, I've been bankrupt. Literally, I've also been homeless, as many of you know. Literally. So I took risks that other people didn't think were smart, but allows me to do things later in life that they only wish they could do. Yep. And so that's why you get those advantages, because you're a lot of you are maybe on your own now, but you may be in the position to employ people later. Yeah. You allow, allow them to make income to put food on the table for their kids or their spouse, and that's huge. That is very big. Like I explained to my, my 12-year-old daughter yesterday, she got a little lippy. <laughs> and I said, do you understand if, if these things aren't there, 200 people through all of our companies don't have jobs across seven states. Yeah. She, well, you would I go, no, I like to work. I love what I do, but there's a reward for that. Without that reward, I don't go take that chance. Yep. I'll do something else. Yeah. I work a lot of hours. I work 80 hours a week, pretty much nonstop, seven days. I don't get days off. Now, I signed up for it, and I, and I like it, but at the same point in time, without that reward option there, I probably I would find other work. things to do. Yeah. You know, then that, and that's just it. And so that that's why I think people deserve that opportunity. Yep. And I'm glad. I think a lot of people, those 200 some people who work for us or the thousand of people who've worked for us and left or whatever over the last 10 years are pretty damn thankful that we did as well. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that's, and that's just it. I think they're glad that somebody took a chance. I'm glad that whoever thought of Dairy Queen originally... Good for you, dude. Like, I love ice cream. Swirl on the top. Whoever thought of Hertz Donuts? Like, let's Hertz Donuts needs a sponsor. Whoever thought of Red Vines? Red Vines are shit. Whoever thought of Twizzlers (laughs) should be on Mount Rushmore, the fifth, the fifth face, Um, in my opinion. But those, those, like, all those things you love that they just really just give you happiness and joy. Like, I think somebody had to be insane enough to think that, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, and it's just. For me, like if they're like, I, and that's just me with everything. Like I love like as seen on TV products, which is more like as seen on Instagram now. But I own all of them. And he literally, can't help himself. Oh, I swear to God, when we first started dating, 
in my apartment. I had not just one, two clappers. Clap on, clap off, and my <laughs> shit would turn on. Kid you not. I still buy them all the time. And but the, my, we have uh, to go down the asking on TV aisle, no matter every what store, store we're at. And I buy something because I just impressed like by the kid process. In a candy store. I am. I am committed to having an as seen on TV or as seen on social product at some point. That has nothing to do with health and nutrition, just because yep. I want one. I've got an idea. It's on the board. It is on the board. I've been working on this literally since the year of 2008 that I want to see this product off the ground and I will eventually get there. It's just never like a huge priority, but I will do it. So, <laughs> but anyway, so that, that, that's your big advantage and it's really rocketlawyer.com. Honestly, DM us. Like I'm not a lawyer, so I can't give you legal advice, yep. but it's pretty self-explanatory. The other thing they're going to try to do, because all these sites do this, they try to sign up because they make money, is do you want to be rocket lawyer to be your registered agent? And they make it look like this big thing. That's who they, if somebody, if somebody from the state needs to contact your company, that's the person. Yeah. Well, it should probably fucking be you. Yep. So make it you and pick your address and be good. There's really no advantage. Like if, if you got a couple hundred million going into a business, you're probably not having a rocket lawyer do it anyways. Yeah. So I don't, but they do it. And it's like so many hundred dollars a year. Or do you want to have the, 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 the advice it's free for 10 days? No guys, it should cost you about 200 bucks Yeah. and be done. It's pretty simple. Now, do you need like the corporate seal and the corporate book and all that shit? Well, let me explain something. <laughs> I did that when I first started Rexy Strition Inc., which is a corporation. We're a little bit different because mm-hmm. it looked really cool. And an extra $600 later, it's still sitting in the fucking book, but it looks really cool. <laughs> Never used that shit once. So you don't need all that crap at all. Um, but now, now the difference is like, you know, you're an LLC and I'm a subchapter S. So there's a C corporation, S corporation, LLC. An S corp is not quite a C corp. I don't have to pay corporation taxes. It still passes through to the individual owner. So if her and I are 50-50 on an S corp, she gets a K-1. That's kind of like a W-2 for yep. a, a shareholder. An owner. Um, and I get one for whatever net profits are left at the end of the year. Allows me different tax advantages for the corporation that can write off that as an individual. I cannot. Um, I have to, but I have to file board of agenda minutes. I have to file them quarterly. I have to file a lot more different taxes. But at the size of my company in seven states, dealing with different state regulations, it allows me to do different things. Even yeah. my franchising uh, LLC is is a separate LLC owned by my S corporation that files in you know South Dakota and Texas, mm-hmm. Iowa, Colorado, Missouri, Kansas. Minnesota and some other state I'm forgetting right now. Sorry, guys. Kansas, um, Missouri. I don't. Colorado. Think I know. Colorado. But I think we named them all. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but th- just because there are regulations, so I filed taxes in Iowa last year, Texas last year, Nebraska, yep. and all these states be- based on what the advantage is, and that's what a CPA is for. Cost me an extra fifteen bucks every other year for the biennial report, and that's all it is. It's really no different. They're just it's just a pass through. So, um, and that just allows us to have certain layers of protection. And I know it may seem complicated, guys, but it's it's really not. If you just, if you're just, I mean, I'd be like, do I need to be an escort? Or I mean, do you have a lot of shareholders? No. Okay, then no. Yep. So if you like, you're gonna have investors who are just who actually hold shares in your company that are actually that aren't involved, making an escort. The difference is now you'll get a salary just as mm-hmm. you're an employee of the company. I am an employee, and so is she, of Rex Nutrition Inc. I'm the CEO. She's the CFO. We get payroll. We pay taxes on ourselves through the company. Yeah. And then we are also owners along with other silent partners who get K-1 forms and distributions from the business. That's really the difference. As an LLC, if you're both operating or all five of you are operating, you're all taking an even split. You're all putting the equal amount of time. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter. Then I would just 
just stays an LLC. There's really no reason. If you have silent partners, that's where the S corp comes in play. Yep. So that's really the difference. I'm at the size now with how much business that I probably should change to a C corp. Now they're like, well, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Means I have to start paying state corporation taxes, which I don't do now. It's all on me individually, mm-hmm. which means that now instead of money passing through to the owners, it can stay inside the company. And, and that's how a lot of companies, like if companies pay out dividends or don't pay out dividends, they're C corporations. There are advantages tax wise. Um, if you know, if you if the company's doing very well, um, as far as how you can pay yourself, you can actually have a wholesale insurance life policy on yourself. We yep. talked about this, yep. where the company can pay for it for you as the um, executive and write it off. But you, as an individual, don't claim any income on it. It's it's kind of like one of those golden parachute packages. Mm-hmm. So let me explain some. So I went pretty much bankrupt in 0809 when the housing crashed, the market crashed, and all these dirty ass CEOs on Wall Street, right? And I thought most of them sucked too. But I kind of got motivated. I was like, "Tell me about these golden parachutes. What are these things? <laughs> I want one because I, I am broke off my ass, losing my house, and I'm just devastated. Lost all my stocks in these bank." stocks and watching these assholes. Yeah, the prick from this bank got a golden parachute with an extra $10 billion. I'm like, what an asshole. I get one of those. I want one of those. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of people do. I want, it should be fair. I'm like, okay, well, nobody's going to give it to me because I government promises a lot of shit that they'll never do. And I've worked in Washington enough to know that they're all full of shit equally. I mean, yeah, some are a little bit more skilled than others yeah. with their bullshit, yeah. but they're all still full of shit. Some are just able to disguise it better than others. Yep. Anyways, I was like, how do I get me one of those? So I started researching. This is one of those things. Now, I'm never going to be in the billion dollar club. I mean, you know, it, it never going to I mean as an individual income in the million dollar club. If we ever get there, like yeah. shit, we're going party. We're going to hang out with our new friends in Baja. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I so, thought we were just going to Sizzler. Going Sizzler. <laughs> I say that a lot. Sizzler's even around anymore? I don't know. I Does hope not. Does anybody remember? Well, we're going Sizzler. Oh, God. That used to be the thing. Yeah, so terrible. Just like Chili's. They all got my baby back, baby yep. back. Chili's. <laughs> yeah, baby back ribs. Anyways, okay. Chad's going to make that into a snippet. I guarantee it. We're talking like back when people actually watched TV and had commercials. You know, it was fucking nuts. And you had to because that's all there was. Yep. So anyway, I don't fucking got on that tangent. <laughs> but, um, you know, we'll never be in that club. But I wanted to be able to protect our family. And at mm-hmm. the same point in time, like... <laughs> I know I'm not going to get political with anything ever, but with taxes, like, yeah, the tax rate now is down to 21, 22%, which has only happened since uh, 2016. Before that, we were 35. We were the highest in the world mm-hmm. by a shitload almost. Not the highest in the world, but we are damn close. Most competitive countries are at that level. And so you had to get real creative. When I was 24 years old, I made my first income out of how I didn't know anything. I didn't know any of this shit. Yeah. I might, my IRS or my tax guys off. He goes, pretty well. We were able to do some things for you though. Sweet. He goes, you owe the the IRS 9,000 bucks. I threw up in the trash can in his office. I was 24. Are you out of your fucking mind? At 24, you don't save that. I went and bought a house. Like I bought, put my down payment on a first house. It wasn't even 20% down because the fucking save 20% down anyways. And I bought a car and I had a baby coming on the way at the time. Like, uh, well, I I done spent it because like, you know, it's the American dream, right? Home, car, kids. And I got to pay the IRS. I'm in debt. By the time I paid it off the next year, because I didn't prepay because I had to pay off that $9,000 debt. I had a new tax year. Yep. Guess what happened then? 14000 Threw up outside the uh, office that time. <laughs> time I paid that fucker off, eighteen twenty. I played this rat race. What I call today slavery and indentured servitude is being in debt mm-hmm. to the man. Whether that be credit card companies, banks, hospitals, whatever. Constantly, always, all your check has to go to paying off previous debts. Yeah. 
is what keeps you locked in your place and keeps you docile and keeps you quiet mm-hmm. because that's how they control you. That's how they take away your stuff. They take away your home. All those fears come in play. Um, and that's what happened to me for probably six or seven years. So I was finally able to get out of that, start investing. I'm like, I'm going to invest a little bit. It took me six, seven years. Should you not? I'm going to invest heavy into bank stocks. 2009. They all Fuck die. you, banks. <laughs> anyway, so, and that's where I kind of got the point. Like, I want to be smarter about it. We're finally in a position where those, there's a lot of advantages, but it's just, you know, this is where you, you get to a good group. I know um, there's financial planner. We had Kath Darrison on, yeah. and she's got her uh, financial planning group, and I think Britt's going to do some, yeah, yeah. And Britt's going to work some more them on bookkeeping. For a lot of people, if you don't understand how to keep your books. Yeah. It's a huge thing. When shit thing. hits the fan, you need it right now. And all of a sudden, you haven't done your books in four months, and you yeah. really don't know where you're at. Even if And that bank needs that information today. Yeah. Let's I say mean, there's an opportunity. There's a like For instance, I sent out an email or text message to all my franchisees and other business owners I knew that, hey, the state of Nebraska reopened a grant application, yep. $12,000 for small business eligibility grant. Everybody goes, oh, shit, I, might, I don't have my quarterlies. I don't have anything. Done. That shit was due like two months ago. Yeah. I had this conversation with like a dozen people. And oh shit, like they're gonna get out, lose out on $12,000 cash money free, no hands tied because they didn't have their fucking books done. So, this is where bookkeeping comes in play. It's yeah. real simple. Either you wanna learn how to do it, Brittany will show you, yeah, and through their services, or you want somebody else to do it. Either way is fine. Just understand, like, be like, well, I'm such a cheap ass, I'm gonna do it myself. That's not a not response because you will not give it the attention, the time, and detail it needs. It's worth, I yeah. mean, you can hire somebody to look over your books once a month for a couple hours, real cheap. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna pay somebody 100 bucks, that's cheap. Look, just to go over, make sure your shit, you know, help you with the quarterly, help you with the sales, and be done. Yeah. Or however much, depending on how complicated your system is, because it's, like I said, it's the, vital. The, 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 it's, leak, the leaky pipe in my house isn't waiting for me to run to wall, run back to Menards to get, you know, flex seal just yep. because I, I didn't happen to do it in time. That's how those things work. Your books are kind of the heart of your business. Everything kind of runs through it and pumps everything back out. If you, um, I think Tyler on the, one of the dads who lift podcast was talking about how he just kind of went for this huge job. Well, some of those huge jobs will say, okay, well show me your P and L your profit and loss statement. If you don't have that, if you're not up to date on your books and you don't have that, you're going to miss out on this massive income, this yeah. massive job. Well, listen, that's, so, I mean, and that's why we help all of our franchisees when they go to the bank, write their business plans yeah. and give them, you know, 24 month projections. I know what the banks are looking for and you'll sit there Googling for fucking weeks being like, what the hell? And that it scares people away from business. Be like, no, yeah. our job isn't to help you just open up a nutrition shop in a badass spot and sling some subs. Our job is to teach you how to become business people. Right. And that's our goal to, that they eventually don't need us at all on the operations side. And I just, and me getting into like that 10th level mm-hmm. of, of things. And that's where I'm like, Hey guys, check your P and L and your balance sheet, kick it up, get it up to date with your quarterly 941 M forms. Cause there's a grant application. Yeah. That's my job. And then my job is to have say that lingo and have them under understand it. And, and some of them are like, Hey, I don't want to. Okay. Who's your accountant? Cause I'll pop them on it instead. No right or wrong. Right. You need to audit yourself. What are you good at? What are you not good at? So anyways, that's kind of first level where we're talking about bookkeeping and accounting and, and C yeah. and being an LLC and a corporation. It's worth it. That's what these podcasts are for. I didn't know any of this shit and I wasted a grand or, you know, all these money on these LLCs, not knowing shit. A buddy of mine went to a lawyer, charged him 1200 bucks for a basic LLC. I could have done for $200. 
1200 bucks is a lot of money, especially for anyone who's just starting out in business. Yeah. Shit, 200 bucks is a lot of money for a lot of people. So this is what we're here for. I think we'll bring in Craig Benson's my little brother. He's a tax attorney. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe Aaron Hoffman, who's a CPA from Lonsey, to get them to zoom in or come in and, and pop down and talk about the idiosyncrasies. You know, um, kind of got brought up recently, like Craig brought up to me, because he's just into this. And it's, it's just, it's his bag. He was in school when the 2016 tax law got passed. So he's really up to date. And, he started talking about you know, these red line districts they've talked about with, you mm-hmm. know, depoverished de- uh, de- areas, realizing that people didn't realize this in the 2016 tax tax law that got passed. They got enacted in 2017 is there's now um, I forget they call it, but um, it's an operating tax zones. So if you want to go invest money in these impoverished areas, you'll pay no capital gains on anything you do to that property for 10 years. Yeah. So what you're seeing now, because as we've tried to fight, buy land, all the value of the land in all these impoverished neighborhoods has skyrocketed because now it's worth a shitload of money. So the yep. people who live in those neighborhoods literally all over the country have gained tens of thousands of dollars in wealth on the value of their property because people with investment money, like, let me explain this. We aren't at that level. <laughs> we found out after the Dans were in here and you guys saw us on camera, they left and we're talking about a $5 million project. And I look at Brett, I go, shit's never happening. Yep. You only need 10% down. Who Crush the fuck my- has 500 grand? Who else half of that? Yeah. I have a quarter of that. I think I get my hands on a quarter of that. Even if I really, Someday. even if I really talk people into some stupid shit, which I can, I'm very, very good at talking people into things they don't want to do. <laughs> so I, that's how I got her to marry me. Anyways, <laughs> um, that can't, it's just out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. But there are people with that kind of money who are looking for land because they're not making any more of it. Land for the most part never loses value. And this mm-hmm. impoverished, these impoverished areas now it's all over every city. You can, I don't know where the website is. I'll find it and I'll post it. I'll have Craig talk about it, but he sent it to me in every single major city in the United States and every single state. Yeah. There are these red line district areas that are now opportunity tax zones for anybody who wants to invest and build buildings and put money that you pay. No. Ca- so if you buy it for a hundred thousand dollars and it's worth two million, there's no taxes. There's no capital gains taxes at all. Yeah, that's Usually amazing. Usually capital gains taxes are what? Thir- they've changed now. They're worth yeah. 35, 38%. Um, it all depends on the tax code, obviously, of the state itself. But now there's there's none of that now. So there's money flooding these areas. So if people are looking like, God, why are these buildings in downtown you know, Omaha all of a sudden just gone through the fucking roof when there used to be shitholes? That's, that's why. That's why. Yeah, because people are pumping money in these areas, and so, anyways, just one of those things. Like, I'll have Craig talk about that. There's a, there's a whole list of things with these different acts and things you're available for, and like we've talked about, and if if you're with your spouse or your significant other, and like for us, you know, uh, you know, traditional marriage, like make her a fifty one percent owner instead of me being a fifty fifty because she's available for for female own owner business tax Brent, credits yeah. that I'm not available for. Well, let's do this. I mean, why not? Yeah, flex on them, girl. <laughs> Yay. Anyways, um, even though she eats red vines, that's, that's okay. We won't, you know. They're the best. It's, I love you in spite of that. <laughs> anyway, so, but they're, they're, we'll bring those guys in and we'll ask, but if you guys have questions specifically, email them in to uh, rex at rexysnutrition.com uh, and we'll bring them in the next podcast. We'll literally ask them or DM me on Instagram if you want. Uh, don't expect a response for shit's sake. I get a couple thousand messages a week. We'll get into that in a second. We're going to go to some of the Q&A we got yesterday on social media. But please, understand. I had some kid messaging me, and I didn't even see it. Like, Jameis saw it and messaged me about it. It was like, I'd been there for the, sitting like three question marks replies because I hadn't looked at it fast enough. 
I had 700 Facebook messages in the last seven days on my personal messenger. I have all notifications for Facebook messenger turned off. I, I don't even look at them. LinkedIn yeah. either. I have probably 400. I'm terrible. With I it. was at least a thousand on Instagram guys. Like, it's not like I'm like, Oh my God, we're so big. Like I don't have anybody to, like, we have some people help us with this as much as possible, but I have businesses and each one of those business pages that we also get thousand messages has a manager who I pay and I pay a lot more than my competitors do. Let them do their job. In fact, they get butthurt and kind of territorial yeah. when I step in their zone because that's their baby. That's their zone. They yeah. get profit sharing for that store. Like I, we share everything with our staff. Let them do their job. I didn't put Slack jobs in there. I didn't put cashiers. I put specialists in those stores. Mm-hmm. I've hand selected most of the managers who work for me personally. Let Cody and JD and Kelly and Jama and 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 Jack and and uh, all my folks out in Carney do their job. Coming to me, well, I'm going to talk to the man. Well, listen, I, I get it. I'd love to help everyone. I can't possibly do it. Yeah. So, I mean, they're in the store it's every part day. part of the social media question yesterday is like, how are we going to respond fast enough? I didn't even put a response to it on my story because I go, what the fuck do you want? Like, listen, I want Bill Gates to fix my Mac, my Microsoft computer. Microsoft. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm Bill Gates, but, you know, uh, Warren Buffett with Dairy Queen. Yeah. I need him to pour my cone for me. Well, yeah, I'm nowhere near that, but guys, I am fucking busy. The difference is they have like 95 assistants. I don't. I do have six kids, though, who I'd like to actually see me during the daylight. So I can't get to everything. I have a staff. The term it takes a village Mm -hmm. is existent. Like, we want to help everybody. You're better off going to the business pages. Yeah. Because they'll make sure it's something important. And and my staff, if they don't know something, they're not egotistical about it, they ask. Mm -hmm. And that's where it helps me help the most amount of people. So throw on there. But, um, we're going to go through some of these questions and okay. uh, just for fun, just because I put a lot of them on my story. I've never had that many people. It must have just been a, 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 Good day. a Wednesday thing. I don't know. I had like all those, like four hours. I had like 50 of them. Um, and I got my hundred of some deep now. What problem do most entrepreneurs face and get the most questions about? And I put this on there. It just happens to be in my position because I don't have, I have a lot of new people, yeah. which obviously the basics, LLC creation, taxes, how do I get investors? How do I find a loan? That's, that's pretty basic, which we've gone over. I'm going to touch on the more existing ones who follow this podcast and employees is always the top one because once you get there and it, it's tough. It is. We talked about this in our podcast, which actually airs today about, you know, um, how you move to the next level. Mm-hmm. Like when do you pivot, like how do you have enough business for employees? And then you get to the point where now we're like, okay, in a small business, you're so appreciative of your staff, unless you're an asshole, yeah. which we're not. We're very appreciative. We understand that people are the asset that matters. That, that's, that's it. It's why I pay my staff more because I understand that I, they can, people can love me on this podcast all they want. They can love her. But if I hire an asshole to run one of my shops, that's all they're going to remember. Yep. Especially in today's competitive market. So, the thing is, is it's it's hard because you you have a sense of urgency as a business owner to constantly be on point because it's your baby, mm-hmm. and you don't ever understand why the employees don't have the same sense of urgency, and it's aggravating. They shouldn't, and they're not going to ever have that same sense of urgency. But hopefully, there's enough respect that they understand that just because you clock out at five, that my kids' ass and is on the line come Saturday, Sunday. If you didn't get me set up for the weekend, yeah, you get to clock out, understand, and have a respect that your bosses don't ever get to. Mm-hmm. You maybe could forget it for the weekend. We're the ones left holding the basket. So yeah. there needs to be a certain level of respect. I don't expect you to have the same sense of urgency, but I do expect you to have the same respect. Also goes into accountability. Yeah. Because you become such good friends with your staff that I don't hold them. This is my biggest, my biggest failure. 
big time. I don't hold them accountable because they're like, well, yeah, but they got all this going on in their personal life or they got all this and that's just not really his bag or her bag. And I just don't, I, I'm going to talk to him and then I don't. And it's funny. Some of my managers yell at me for not holding other managers accountable. I don't hold them accountable either. They yeah. don't seem to bitch. It's kind of crazy, but, and this is also, this leads into the next problem is employees start to lose that respect of authority. Yeah. They don't have that respect of... You start to blur that line of friend and boss. And, boss and, 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 and it's I hard. I would say this 90... I'm going to go ahead and say 98% of the time yeah. with employees, 98 out of 100 will not respect that line of authority. That when your boss says something, whether he's your best friend or she's your best friend or not, that's the fucking law. And deciding that you're not going to listen to them now is insubordination. The difference is, is as bosses, we need to hold people accountable and be yeah. like, okay, that happens again. You got to go because you'll become a cancer inside the company. And w- this is where I have not succeeded. This is where I have failed miserably. Not only lost employees, lost friendships over it because it, I waited so long that it was like a child that got to let run loose and all of a sudden now you try to put law rules down. Yeah. It's bad. And I have, it's happening. It's happened recently too. It just is. And we have so many companies now it's hard to be like, okay, well fuck it. I'll deal with it next week. Yeah. Because you, we're so busy. You just don't like to upset people. I don't like to upset people. Which is. I'm very empathetic. I have a lot are. of empathy. I empathize with people's situations. At the same point, every time when these people do this, they leave us holding the fucking basket. And the yeah. problem is, is now our family family has been taking a hit from it because I have to work so goddamn much every time people shorten on the same day. And it's, it's always a legitimate excuse from certain people, Yeah, but it doesn't make it any different than I'm still left holding the basket. And the thing is for me, it's like, it's okay if it's one person, we have three people do it in the same day, which has happened this week and all reasons being legitimate or otherwise, it still is a problem because Mm -hmm. my kids, the ones who don't get to see, see me or her. We have our kids. You guys work all the time. Yeah. Well, I got to pay for your shit. So <laughs> that's the biggest problems in my opinion. So um, I, this one was good. Biggest advice to someone unsure about moving to a new state and starting all over. Do it. Take the leap. The net will appear. <laughs> it's very business. Mine was different. Yeah. yeah I, said, I said, I go, I asked them like, what are they moving for? Like to decide whether or not to move. Yeah. Is this going to further your career? Is it going to put you closer to your five, 10 and 15 year goal? And does it feed your soul? Yeah. If you're running away from something, don't do it. Yeah. If, your problems will always just follow you. If you're going you, there but, just for a guy or a girl, cause yeah. they're so dreamy. No, don't do that. Dumb as shit. That's dumb. Cause but, now you've put your entire life and hopes and dreams onto one other person. Yeah. And they're, I mean, let me explain to you, all you young people in relationships, no person can fulfill the internal desire you have for accomplishment. You cannot put that on someone else nope. financially, emotionally, or otherwise. Yep. No one will ever meet your expectations. I see more relationships fail because someone put all their hopes and dreams, and aspirations on another person's shoulders. Yep. And so when they weren't where they wanted it to be at 30 or 25 or 20, yep. they blamed the other person instead of looking in the mirror. I think we as a society don't like to take personal personal responsibility uh, for our failures. We look to blame everyone else around us. And personal responsibility is the difference between being an adult and being a child. I tell my kids when they screw up, I fuck up daily. Yeah. Ask her. I say dumb shit. 
And I'm like, should I grab the words that come back out of my mouth? I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm also not too egotistical to not apologize. Right. Somebody else has an issue apologizing. I don't know who you speak I'm of. sorry your feelings are hurt. It's not an apology. <laughs> okay, be kind, rewind. Get back on the topic. Okay, so... See, she's laughing. See, that's it. See, but in the same point that I've seen that, you know, that's why I said that, like, you know, it take, people need to look internally at themselves. So many, we've seen this, so many relationships fail because your career didn't go where you thought it was going to go. You didn't get the house that you dreamed of. And this is where a lot of these kids, the 18 to 22s fuck up. And this is where social media is dangerous because everyone sees somebody driving that Maserati, Everybody sees living in that seven-bedroom seven house. And so when they don't get there by 30, because, well, wait a minute, I'm going to be the influencer. I'm going to be the one who does that when it doesn't happen. Because you don't get anywhere without working off your working your fucking face off. Yeah. And people think they're trying to outsmart hard work. You can't outsmart hard work. Nope. You can work smarter, don't get me wrong. But you can't outsmart hard work. It doesn't happen. There's no, the people like, you know, the few people in the world who are billionaires, trust me, they, for the most part, they're the exception to the rule. Yep. 99.9999% of us are the rule. And, you know, if I win the lottery, great. But guess what? I'm already working my ass off anyways. Yep. I'm not, not I'd rather under promise and over deliver myself. That's, that's the goal. So don't put those expectations on yourself. You know, don't yeah. be with somebody else just because of their end financial goal or their like, we're going to do this together in five years. Well, yeah, you're 22. All right. You'll be a completely different person at 28. Yep. You'll be a completely different person because you're going to, you're going to grow. You're going to, you're going to you mature. You're going to be you're, a completely different person you're, you're, again at you're, 34. At 35, 34. We were yeah. completely different. 21, 28, and 35. Completely different. Like you wouldn't even, I wouldn't recognize myself. Mm-hmm. And and because of that, and that's the, so you base that with the other person on what their moral value structure is. Where is their subset value structure? Yep. I see a lot of people being like, well, they're kind of despicable with this, but God, they're good looking. That's a really <laughs> stupid fucking reason. So, um, but anyways, that's just my two yeah. cents. So, but don't let fear hold you back. Don't from, let fear ever hold you back. From, the fear of the unknown, more waste, more money is wasted on indecision than a wrong decision yep. every day of the week. If you don't make a change, nothing usually ever gets better. Yeah, and nothing com- nothing amazing comes from a place comfort. Of comfort. Yeah, ever nothing nothing great comes out of a comfort zone ever. So, um, where do you see Rexia's five, ten, fifteen years from now? Anything new coming soon? I kind of touched on this in like three little parts. I'll just I'm gonna say Rexia's corporations as a whole. So yeah, if if I ha- I have more franchisees going to the bank, COVID's made it a bitch. Mm-hmm. If they get them, great. If they don't, whatever. If I have 100 or more stores in 10, 15 years from now, great. If I have one more, cool. I literally, not because of a financial reason, because I understand the main reason why I franchise is I want other people to have the same joy I do. So if my franchisees are making good money, got their loans paid off, feeding their family, got that extra time you get to have as a business owner, and they're happy, and they're loving what we do from the corporate end, I'm good. That means there's 150 franchises, or the 16, 17 we have now are still there, churning and burning. I'm good. Yeah. Like if I don't have, have like to, those financial things we just talked about. I don't have those. Yeah. We want they, some, no, here, Brittany and I want some dumb shit. Oh yeah. But, I mean, who doesn't have dreams for wild, I also crazy. know that I'm not going to have the certain house other people have that certain vacation home unless I, unless you guys really want to monetize the fuck out of this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm not going to have the $7 million vacation home and all that shit because I have six kids. Yeah. And you know, I, I, what I, I want, no, but yeah. I mean, you get the but point. Yeah. The yeah. point is that we decided to have a lot of kids and that that's, that's, that's my legacy. Yeah. 
that's more important to me than buying, you know, a 50 acre with my own boat and all this other crazy shit or have my own spot. Like what I'd like to have a vacation. Oh yeah. We've talked yes. about it. That it's we will have eventually. Eventually. But it's not going to be anything glorious. No, it's not going to be big enough for our kids to even come visit. <laughs> that literally is going to be it's one bedroom. It's going to be like a hut. Peace. <laughs> oh, can we come? <laughs> On oh, the beach. sorry. It's only 800 square feet. But you guys, there's cops. a motel down the street. <laughs> that's like, well, that's all we could possibly ever afford more than likely. Anyways, and so, um, you know, but that, that for us, like, and that's where the Rex is. As far as the gyms, yeah, we'll keep expanding. We want our own buildings. We're going to make them the best facilities possible. We ever have another one? We almost, almost bought a third one. And I think right now we're just really focused on giving our new, our existing gyms. Yeah double their size yep. locker room showers for a south location owning our own buildings giving it making it the best for crossfit and powerlifting and bodybuilding and gym yeah. pop and everyone having their own area in a very supportive 100 percent positive environment with no bullshit contracts yeah with no no stupid yearly fees yep 24-hour access conveniently open um, locally owned in omaha nebraska Shameless and no douchebags allowed and no douchebags allowed <laughs> Brittany just did a video no douchebags like dude, listen dude you're the, if you're at the gym dropping in a girl's dm more than once you're the douche we're talking about yep have some balls wait till they're done training because women have as much right to train as men do yep wait till they're done on their way out say hey my name is this. It's nice to meet you. Cat calling doesn't Cat work. Cat calling doesn't I, I, yeah. work. It's it like, listen, have, have some sack, man. Stand up. Introduce yourself. Be when a gentleman. they're done, be a gentleman. Open the door. Yeah. Chivalry's not dead, folks. Bring it back. And at the same point, if you if, if somebody says, I'm not interested, let it be. Let it be. We've had guys leave our gym because women have done the same thing. Yeah, it goes both ways. Literally. It, it, he, he was so offended. It was so repetitive for weeks. He literally dropped his membership and hasn't responded to me since. Yeah. It goes both ways. Good God. That's not what Iron Heaven's about. So nope. if you haven't watched the video yet, go to Iron Heaven's page. It's awesome. She, I didn't let her say douchebag on camera, but no. she can on this so one. It's a podcast. I throw so. it in here. <laughs> uh, what would you say to someone seeking their purpose? And this is Ooh. the one. This, this got me. I should, oh, that's yeah. good. I, that I, was I, nailed, good I nailed it yesterday. A lot of people define themselves by their career. Mm -hmm. If it hasn't happened by your age yet, for instance, it will happen, especially as you get into your 30s, is that that's part of the mental cycle of a person is becoming an expert in their field. And it's a lot of validation for a person. Yeah. Find a career that not only feeds your family that you enjoy, but also feeds your soul. Yeah. That you feel like you're paying it for, that you're leaving this world and your family in a better place than when you found them. Mm -hmm. If you can do that while putting a check, there's a sign over there that says, make your passion your paycheck that's in my hallway. That's literally it. Yeah. Now, here's the beautiful thing. And over COVID and all this crazy shit going on. Some of you might have, this actually might be a better time. You all, some of you fuckers have some extra time at home. Get to work. If you're sitting around dreaming about all the shit you're going to do when COVID's done, Figure out how you're to make being it an ass. You yeah. are at home more right now. You have no reason not to have a thousand fucking side hustles right now. Yep. That little notebook that we talked about. Yeah, they're, they're on the way. Them all down. I just approved them this morning. They're getting Figure shit down. We'll get make you guys a notebook when they come in. Write it down. Watch YouTube videos on how to do it. Yeah. Start writing the steps. Start writing shit down and try it. What's the worst thing that happens? Say you do 10 of them, 10 side hustles, and nine of them suck shit, and that one takes off. Yeah. It only takes one. Yeah. And so right now, find a, something that feeds your family and feeds your soul. You're good. You done made it. Some of the happiest people I know are totally cool. Making 35, 40 grand a year. Kids are healthy. They're good. They don't yeah. need, they, they found that the materialistic possessions having the boat and having all the keeping up the Joneses shit doesn't actually fulfill you because at some point in your life, you're going to hit a point where it's not all about money. Yeah. We all need it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not about 
keeping up with the neighbor. You get to a point for we've got into this track too. Don't don't act like oh, I yeah. haven't. Like I've done stupid. But I had a new car every year for six years. That's also around the tax time. So that's the reason why I could afford my taxes. I was an idiot, <laughs> and I put a lot of miles. I just I was twenty thousand underneath vehicles. Just stupid. And we found ourselves in this position, you know, this last couple of years too, that we are like, mm-hmm. we, we had doubled down and I always bet on myself and I'm very risky, but we had too much debt. Yeah. I don't like being in debt. And so COVID taught us a lesson that all right, we'll fuck everybody else. Let's like, I don't, I don't care if, if this person's doing that and this is person's driving that let's be happy where we're at. Let's yeah. pay off our debts and realize that being debt free is a freedom that very few in our society get to enjoy. And that's something that I would like because it leaves me open to doing things. I said in 2008, 2009, after I lost my ass that I wish it had been in like my dad's position or somebody older and had an extra 20, 30, 40, 50 grand. And some of these people have hundreds of thousands. I don't know what that's like, but had this extra money in that way when the stock market dipped, I could invest. Yeah. And here I was 10 years later. I'm like, (laughs) I ain't got shit. I got a lot of bills to pay. What we were able to, with everything that happened, yeah. able to uh, scrounge up some money and put some in the stock market in the stocks that I called utilities that I knew would go back up. It wasn't nearly what I thought. I thought I had another 10 years before that market crashed, and it's always been future Tim is going to do that shit. Yep. Current Tim's real good shit. And that's the kind of things that just lessen. Like, we don't know when any of this kind of, nobody was prepared for this. Nobody knew this was going to happen. Not yeah. in the economy we were in. That, the stock market dropped never. Um, and, but you know, this is, this taught us lessons that we don't want debt, that we need some savings, that we need to have a couple months in the bank so that we're not stressed figuring out where the next uh, food, you know, we're going to pay for food that night. We don't ever want to feel like that. Yeah. Um, and so we just took it as a life lesson that that's where we're at. So, and we're lucky enough to be in the position where we, I'd rather feed the soul than, than, absolutely. Than, uh, than buy shit so yeah um the biggest problem with social media this might be the last one of the day Ooh, everything is fake everything's full of shit um i think social media has allowed too many people to talk shit without getting punched in the face yeah and the nicest way possible like you know it's i had some dude i didn't even know this till this week it was after it was like days after i got posted some ass so check this out so some ass who owns some shop that i've never even heard of in another city that i don't even know the stores in i have franchises but i don't even own tagged me and went to my other thing because i wasn't even friends with the dude and so when my staff members saw it and my managers anyways saying that i'm gonna cry about selling access sledge because he already got busted because it's, it's an exclusive brand, this Access Sledge. We're their number one retailer in the United States. So, of course, we have exclusivity. Excuse me for being good at my fucking job. And some dude just learned So they were attacking back and forth. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, would you come up to me and say this shit to my face? Doubtful. I don't even know who you are. And then he put in the call, like, oh, Tim's done a lot of people. I saw this. This is on my this days later. The fact this dude thinks he's in the in the Fokker inner circle of trust, and yet I don't even know who you are. I wouldn't know yeah. if you were standing in front of my face. But you want to talk shit. For what? Because I know a lot of people, Tim's done wrong in the past and present. No, you don't. I guarantee you fucking don't. If you're talking about employees I fired, that's not people being done wrong. That's you getting fired for being bad at your fucking job. That's life. Yeah. No call, no show. You get fired. You lose money. You get fired. Even for us, fuck, we'll give you 800 chances. If you got fired from Rexy's Nutrition, <laughs> you had a You did something wrong. Because I'm the captain of 1,000 chances. Yeah. I'm the easy mark. So bullshit. But it's just funny that people, I had no idea who don't know me, who've never met me, who do anything, can talk shit just because of their jealousy of my success. Social media can be an amazing thing to connect people, and it can spread awareness for a lot of things. Sure. But my God, there's so much 
fake on there and everybody thinks they need to look like the next person in comparison and what it's doing to our, our youth, our youth minds because they're seeing all this stuff and they have such easy access to it. And and this isn't easy because we've discussed this this morning for this podcast with some of our kids and some of the stuff that happens. Let me explain something to you. Like I want, I want you as parents out there to change your mindset when it comes to social media, people getting attention, is a drug. It is. It is a drug. It's addictive. And then it's always the one up for more and more attention. They see other, especially females getting more and more attention for, well, showing their ass, showing their ass. And that's how they get there. And and it never leads to anything because people look at your ass and ask, now check out my mind. No, it's never gonna happen. But the thing is it's addictive as a drug. Mm -hmm. Replace the word, the word social media with meth. Do that. We kind of came up to us this morning. We're like, yeah, that changes it. It's a, and I, because you parents out there are paying for those cell phones and you allow it. I got college girls we've seen that who are still living on mommy and daddy's dime posting their ass. And you know, there's no dad on the planet. This and there. Look at my daughter. I'm so proud of I'm her. So proud. You can literally <laughs> see her taint through that picture. <laughs> it's so great. They're so glad I bought the 11 plus with the extra cameras. So you can really see the nipple through there. That's great. There's not a fucking father on the planet. Unless your cousin, Eddie from uh, the Griswolds yeah, is. that is fucking <laughs> proud of that shit. Okay. But you're enabling it, dude. Yeah. And I, I will not lie. I, I have changed over the last few years, changed my tune on kids and social media and all that. And now it's like, okay, how do you reel that back? And it's hard, it's hard, but there has to be, I mean, our oldest was easy with it. Like I, because I think because our oldest was easy with it, it I, may, I believe yeah. it's ill prepared for the other ones. Yeah. Cause she was easy with it. She was just good and with her, her structure, her moral value code was real for firmer. It than was ours, honestly, <laughs> we were like, go you know, smoke some weed, have a little fun. <laughs> She's like, no, you guys are wrong. I'm like, fuck, okay, we'll do it. You know, <laughs> like we were like really like, she was probably better influences on us than we were on yeah, her. And, um, and these are true fucking facts. So and I, I mean, I, the times have also changed since she was young and had social media. I mean, influencers were not, not a thing. a thing when she was first into all the different social media platforms. Yeah. And now that's all you see. And it's, and it's influencers that are influencing in such a slutty way. I'm sorry. I'm well, just no, going to say no, it because no, it is. And it, it's turning. And, it's, and, and, and the thing is they're addicted to this attention. Yeah. You know, these younger girls, especially girls, I see boys doing it too, are addicted to this. I see it in the, in yeah, the fit the guys community. With the, their, fit, the fit community, like it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, I got, I guess, I don't, I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but yeah, I can see when you buy your likes, dude. Yeah. Unless you've got 900 friends living in some other country whose names are all symbols. And I don't know how you got that branched out from West Omaha. We're aware. Yeah. I mean, of it's, your attempt to try to be desired by other people when you're full of shit. And it, it's just, it, it, you're not fooling anybody. Wow, people with your mind. And your intelligence and, and your, your action, kindness and your fucking actions. Before you wow them with your ass the old, and your the tits, old, the old and expression: your abs. Walk the walk instead of talk the talk. Go fucking do it. Yeah. Don't. There's people like taking pictures set up in a jet. It's not really a jet. It's like in a studio. How about you let somebody catch you off camera? You know, uh, scooping up meals at the homeless shelter or the open door mission yeah. or going on the Santa Francis house like we did with the cheeseburger man. Pass out cheeseburgers to guys who couldn't make it in the home. Like what that, 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 that'll do something. Cause people start to pay attention. What the fuck is this person about? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the way I explain it 
to one person was, can you take that picture? And if you're a Christian and you go to church, can you take that picture and walk up to your pastor and show it to him and be proud of yourself for that? Or is that something that you would want to hide from them? Yeah. Like I said, replace the attention word on social media to meth. I'll do anything for the attention. I'll do anything for the meth. For the drug. All right. So let's say that kid is addicted to meth instead. And you as the parent are paying for their phone. You're enabling. And their apartment and their gas money and all that kind of stuff and giving them cash. Are you enabling the addiction? Yeah. You are. Now take that word meth back and put back attention. You are enabling the behavior. Yep. Now, if you're a grown ass adult, you work your ass off, you pay for your own phone and you want to be a hoe. That is your right. <laughs> it is your right as an American. America, baby. Like, listen, I think a lot of people do a lot of dumb shit with your freedoms. Yeah. That I think it's fucking retarded that I would advise against, but you do you, boo-boo. Yeah. Like, listen, if you want to go get a giant penis tattooed on your forehead, I'm going to gauze against it. I'm going to be like, you know what? I probably wouldn't do that. But that's your right. But you know what? <laughs> At least go to a good tattoo artist so you get some really good, you know, design. Uh, you don't want, like, a shitty dick on your head. So um, th- now that is a snippet, folks. But uh, th- that, that's the beautiful thing about it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, but that's your choice when you're paying the bills. For us as parents, I think we need to uh, take more accountability with what this is doing to our kids. Yeah. And I, I'm and I'm not scared for our kids. We just we just we have to man up as parents. Yeah. And start being like, no, I'm sorry. I don't care if you fucking like me. We're in the I'm sorry. I'm fucking decade, like it. literally don't everything. like me. Cool. Don't give a shit. Not a democracy. It's yeah. a dictatorship. Now you're lucky because I'm. A, I say this because I'm a benevolent dictator. I'm very nice. But until you pay your own shit, like I. But we also don't use money to enforce our kids. Yeah. We're just like, hey, listen, you can do you. I'll let you do you. Make your choices. Make your mistakes. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna pay for it. Yeah. And we're. That's pretty much how we parent. We don't. We're very. We're very chill about it. Yeah. My all of our parents are like, you do this. I'm taking all this money away. You do this because I pay for. It. Like I'm not gonna do that shit. Yeah. I'm just say, listen, you can do you. That's fine. I'm gonna do me. You know. Cool. You yeah, have cool. a choice. Okay, cool. I'll give him my phone back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's jobs, man. Get out to one desk. I know there's uh, the, you can pick up dog shit down the neighborhood, and make twenty bucks a yard. Yep. Shit. Yeah, I did. I actually picked up dog shit for a living, so I got to do whatever the fuck I wanted. That was me, though. I didn't want my parents to tell me what to do, so I made my own money, bought my own car, bought my own stereo. My dad's like, "You'll ruin your hearing getting four DVC subs in your car." No. Bullshit. Now I can't hear a fucking thing. <laughs> He, he was right, but I, I went out and made the money, and I put the biggest fucking set of subs in my car that money could fucking buy. You just think of those memories. I could, but I can't hear anything. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we go on all day on this, but thank you guys so much for watching. If you have questions, like, this is the best way to get at, like, you know, social media, on Instagram specifically for me, Timothy underscore D underscore Rexius, Timothy D Rexius on Instagram. Don't expect a response, as I said, but just leave, drop message. You got questions? Pop them in. I, I screenshot and save them. My assistant does, and we get to, we, we get to attack those in the hair in the podcast. Um, as long as they're tasteful, don't send, don't send me any thirsty shit. Yeah, you know, she'll cut, cut she'll cut, she'll cut anyone, guy or girl, doesn't really matter. Yep. Um, but you know, and follow you. us on the podcast. Now we're never podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, TimRexius.com. That's T-A-M-R-E-X-I-U-S.com. Gives you links to all the episodes, past and present. Uh, new episodes every Thursday at 11 a.m. And I actually haven't posted ours today, and that's right now. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks, guys. See ya. Story is you and you, and I am me. 
just be I'm a gentleman, now I'm settled in Even when they said don't let them in I said guess again, what's the way I walk into a room And everybody stare, godfather-like presence Everybody know I'm here, stepping right into my office Pouring bourbon on the rocks Toast To the homies that gon' never see the light And the haters that forever see my ghost What a night,